Hey everybody, it's Kelly Cooper and welcome to episode 243 of the Life Made to Order podcast. The only goals worth setting, and in my opinion, the only goals worth setting are emotional goals, or in more LOA manifesting parlance, parlance, energetic goals, whatever word you want to use, basically the same to me, energy and vibration are just fancy words for feeling. And the reason I think those are the only goals worth setting is because when you think about it, all we really want are to feel certain feelings. Everything is driven by these emotional motivators. Everything in your life right now you don't like, the only reason you don't like it is because these experiences make you feel feelings you don't like. And the only reason you want to achieve certain goals or want certain things that you may not have now is because you think getting them will give you feelings that you find desirable that you are lacking now and you want to feel. So when we realize that the only thing we care about are our feelings, then focusing on our feelings and using that as the guideline, the foundation for the choices we make and evaluating opportunities and thinking, okay, but all I really want is feelings, to feel certain feelings, then my goal should be constructing my life in a way where I'm creating experiences that are more conducive to feeling these feelings. And that doesn't mean that you will abandon any sort of external goal. You still might decide you want to pursue certain things or you want certain things, but how you go about pursuing them will change very dramatically when you are making the emotion the goal and not the just the, the external achievement in and of itself, getting the thing. So one of the good things about setting our goals emotionally and, and making that the focus is, okay, if all I want are feelings, then I have to think about what sort of feelings do I want to feel more of in my life. Getting clarity on that and making that, again, the foundation of everything you do is like, okay, um, this is what I'm ultimately looking for. It gets a lot easier to move through life. Making decisions becomes a lot easier. Evaluating opportunities becomes a lot easier because there's only one thing you need to take into account when you're making emotions, emotional goals, your priority is, okay, I've, I've determined that there are certain feelings in my life that I'd like to feel more of. There's a lot of feelings I have in my life right now I'd like to feel a lot less of if possible. I'd be pretty happy about that. This, this decision I'm faced with, deciding what path to take, what to do in a certain situation, a choice between two options and all of that stuff. Again, if the feelings are the only criteria that you're mainly taking to account, that's only one thing you have to think about is, will this decision, will this option or this option, this path, again, evaluating different opportunities and options, Will the thing I'm thinking about doing or this opportunity presented to me, will it move me closer to that emotional goal or further away? Will it contribute to more of the feelings I want to feel or will it make me feel more of the feelings I don't want to feel? Because when we are making decisions from that more egoic space where the, the, the worldly result is the most important thing and we're being guided by a very misguided thought system, we find that making these decisions and deciding what, what should I do and what's the right, we get very stressed out because making decisions from that 
space. There's many, many things the egoic mind is taking to account. Many of these needs and wants seem to outright conflict with each other. And you can't have it all because we're doing one thing. will mean, you'll get the one thing, but then the other thing you want won't be right. And then that's where all that confusion and anxiety comes in about making the right decisions and worrying about what I'm going to make the wrong decision. I'm not going to get what I want. So just setting emotional goals simplifies this process quite a bit. Because it's, again, you only are thinking about one thing you're taking into account, essentially. Now, in theory, this is, now in practice, it might not be so clean all the time because you might not trust making decisions from that space. It might deceptively seem too easy. And it's like, no, it can't be that easy. It really is. Or you still have different fears about things. You still have attachments to very certain channels or specific goals. And you're worried that when you think about just your feelings, and taking that into account, it might lead you away from what your human ego you wants to do or the, the result you're very attached to and then you'll be resistant. All of that just is what it is. It's fine. It's just part of the process. And as long as you try to stay true to the emotional goal, eventually you'll be able to act from that space more with less fear. Uh, and then again, when you realize that the feeling is what you truly want and then what, what the egoic mind wants you to do is not really going to give you that feeling... You're like, oh yeah, then I wouldn't, why would I make that decision? Why would I follow that path? Why would I take that opportunity? It doesn't make any sense. So what I ultimately want, doing that is not going to give it to me. So that clarity about how we want to feel, again, it makes things a lot easier because then there's just one thing you really ultimately have to consider in in your journey and all these decisions you're faced with and what do I do and what's going to, it's like, okay. I've decided I want to feel more of these feelings. And again, by extension, automatically that implies you want to feel less of other feelings. And that's the, when you weigh everything against that very simple criteria, a lot of decisions that seem confusing and hard and it, it doesn't feel that way anymore. The, the, the quote unquote right decision seems very obvious it would seem very obvious that a decision your egoic mind is struggling with based on how it evaluates things and all of its conflicting criteria and all its fears and all this icky stuff it's bringing to the process, it's like, oh yeah, those decisions that my egoic mind might want to make would clearly not seem like the right decision in this circumstance. And again, like I said before, you might be, uh, all these realizations doesn't mean we have all this other stuff we need to kind of work through and process in theory, you know, and then in reality, we might not perfectly execute everything based on this, these realizations, but that, again, that's okay. It's just something that we work on over time. So think about that. The only goal, the only goals worth setting are emotional goals. And again, if there are still external things you're working towards, which most people probably will be, especially like in business and, and money and stuff, just one in money, I need to earn money. I have this business. That's fine. But like I said before, when we make the emotional, the emotion, the, what the outcome that we're seeking is trying to achieve a certain emotional state rather than just some external goal that oftentimes is arbitrary, doesn't actually inherently mean anything to achieve it or not. It's usually very ego motivated, which means it might not be what we actually truly want. It's not the best representation of, again, what we're seeking emotionally. Um, you will still might, again, you still might pursue certain things, but you'll go about it in a very, a very different way. It'll be easier to enjoy the process more. For example, again, with business, 
you might still decide that you're going to run your business and try to make money. That's fine. Spirits like, you know, spirits gets our worldly human existence here. And like, yeah, I know you need money. I know you need all these things and you're going to like pursue them. But if you just shift the energy around it, your motivations, you kind of do that work, you know, I could help you a lot more easily. So, for example, again, with business, because that's an, it tends to be a very action-oriented thing, we tend to set a lot of goals that, again, might be kind of arbitrary and, and not really meaningful in and of themselves. And because the goal doesn't really mean anything when we achieve it, we don't really have any emo- really, we might not experience any meaningful emotional benefit from, from achieving it, because, again, it inherently is kind of meaningless, arbitrary. So if you think about in your business, how do I want my How do I want to feel while I'm running my business? What do I want to feel? You know, how do I want this whole process to feel? How do I want this business to feel to me? That can guide you into more energetically, emotionally friendly actions. Because when we're just making the external goal, the the thing we want to achieve, and that's what we're trying to work towards, and it's just this external achievement of some kind, and that's all that matters. Might have, a lot of you might have found that you go about achieving that goal in a lot of ways that don't feel very good. Because again, you're not thinking about what you're ultimately after is the emotion. If you're just thinking about what I'm ultimately after is the achievement of this external goal, you'll probably feel the need to do a lot of things that don't feel very good. And if you're trying to engage, build your business, again, some example, business an example, this applies to anything, If you're going about achieving your business success in a way that doesn't feel good to you and if our results and what happens in the external world actually isn't what truly makes us happy and actually doesn't have any meaningful impact on our emotional state, suffering now in the achievement of a goal with the belief that once you achieve it, you'll feel better and all of this emotional ickiness you're dealing with now and trying to achieve it is somehow quote unquote worth it you would realize, oh, if if achieving the goal is not going to make me happy, then making myself unhappy now to achieve it, thinking that I'll feel happy and then some like kind of switch will flip automatically once I reach the goal. Oh, that doesn't make sense right now to make myself miserable because I'm doing that thinking that will I'll have some emotional payoff to that once I get what I want. But if that's not true, again, then we see that doesn't make sense. So you, again, you still might work towards certain things, but you'd probably drastically change how you go about achieving those results because the thinking now is so like backwards and upside down and it's, it's causing all of this emotional turmoil now and you're putting yourself through all this stuff that's making you unhappy and you realize, oh, that's not going to get me. I'm thinking being unhappy now will lead to me being happy in the future. And it's like, oh yeah, that's not going to happen. So just think about, yeah, think about emotional goals. How do I want to feel? Because, all, again, all you care about is, is feelings. That's all you really want. That's our ultimate goal, even if we don't really realize it. Everything, we, like I said before, everything we want is because we think we'll feel a certain way if we get it. Everything we're resisting in our life right now is because we don't like how it feels. And like I said before, if energy and vibration are just fancy words for feelings, Anything you do to achieve a better emotional state now and feel better now, manifestation-wise, that's very beneficial. Because again, LOA 101, if like attracts like, sort of the most basic 
tenets of these sorts of teachings, it's like, oh yeah, if I'm feeling more positive emotion now, I'm putting an energy out there that I'll get, stuff will happen and stuff will come to me that is a mirror to that energy. So feeling better now, there's no downside to that. It's not going to work against you in any way. And because all you want is to feel better, and there are things you can do right now to feel better that have nothing to do with getting something you don't have or achieving some goal you haven't met yet, you can get what you want most immediately. And that's a really good feeling because if we believe that we can only feel better if certain things happen, then and like our happiness is on hold till some indefinite, some indeterminate point in the future, when what we want finally happens and we don't know when that's going to happen, that's a really bad feeling to think the thing you want most is dependent on all these outside things coming together in a very specific way or happening in a very specific way or on a very specific timetable. Thinking, again, that what you want most is, is so difficult to achieve and, and relies on all these things, external factors, totally, a lot of them totally out of your control, hoping they all fall your way thinking you need to do all this work on your vibration to raise your vibe to get what you want and that feels terrible and you're engaging in all tools and techniques and all this forced personal growth action again just with the sole goal of trying to get something you don't have thinking that because that is the key to feeling better when you can actually feel better right now so think about the thing you want most is something you can achieve almost immediately with a shift in thinking and a shift in focus from the external to the internal and again, if energy and vibration are just fancy words for feelings, and that's the true level of cause, focusing internally can only help your external world. It's just manifesting in this way, if you want to think of it as manifesting, it's just a very, I guess if you want to think of it, it's a different way of going about it, I guess, technically, if you think about it, because it's like, it's not so much trying to concentrate your mind power on external subjects and trying to manipulate energy in those ways, it's more like you're going right to the root of what's creating your reality and you're working on it there and you're still manifesting, you're still creating. It's just, again, a lot of people probably would see this as going about it in a different way, but ultimately you're, you're still doing the core of what you're quote unquote supposed to be doing, which is changing your vibe. And when you do the internal work and you set the emotional goals, again, that's in a way a different way of manifesting, I guess, because by focusing on those broader energies, your outside is still changing, but you're not paying as much attention to the outside as you might when you're trying to manifest at that more egoic level, which there's still mind power at that level. People do it all the time, but it's just, again, it's just a different way of going about it. And in my experience, the inner focus was preferable to me for a number of reasons. Number one, you get to get what you want right away, which is you can start to feel better at least a little bit. Maybe at first it might not be some dramatic shift. We still have a lot of conditioning and shit to work through, but that's fine. But even a little shift can, can make a big difference and give you hope that what you ultimately want, which again is just certain feelings, it's possible to feel better. Uh, more surface, manifesting more from the egoic, more surface level, just trying to manipulate reality and using your mind power in that kind of lower quote unquote way. Um, doesn't feel very good. Always trying to focus on feeling like I always have to be trying to attract something I don't have because it just makes me focus more on what I don't have. And it draws me deeper into the erroneous thinking that that's actually responsible for my feelings is what I have or don't have. So it doesn't feel good. Because again, if we think that we can only feel better if certain things happen for us, then 
and our again we can't feel better until something outside changes that just is like kind of a shitty feeling thing to you know to believe that it feels really bad and it feels heavy and it just creates more tension and more attachment to everything we want it makes all these desires so like precious and important and it becomes so important to get every and it just doesn't feel good it just creates a lot of more negativity than we're already dealing with so yeah focusing on emotional goals your outside world has no choice but to change because if your emotion your belief all that's happening and what we think of as internally inside our mind if that's what's creating our reality in that sense of what's determining what's showing up in our life then setting emotional goals has no choice but to work in your favor manifesting wise and I know this is something we understand intellectually, but again, the egoic human mind has a lot of very screwy thinking, and that part of us really relies on our pain and discontent to drive its agenda. A part of us, I think, believes that we have to constantly be demonstrating our lament and discontent with our circumstances to, like, God or the universe or whatever you consider that force that can kind of, you know, work, work reality and then make things happen. It's like, I, I need you to know I'm still unhappy. I still want a boyfriend. I'm still miserable about my finances. Don't forget. Don't forget what I want. And so then there again, so if a part of us kind of has that weird belief. Then yeah, we'll, we'll, that part of us feeling better now, we could see a downside to that. We think somehow that that's not a good thing, but again, we're dealing with a, a, a thought system that's very, very screwy. And is, is, is based on a lot of really erroneous ideas and a, a tremendous amount of fear and just a, a complete misunderstanding of how all of this works. But I can promise you, feeling better now will have no downside to any goal that you're pursuing or manifesting in general. Or you're like, again, when we say it out loud, it sounds crazy to think that we think that that could be bad. But with all this, again, all this screwy, erroneous thinking that we're conditioned with, a part of us does think that there's a downside to feeling better now. So, like, well, I'm not miserable with my body, then I'm not going to keep trying to lose the weight. If I'm not, you know, if I'm not trying to prove something to my dad anymore, I'm not going to be motivated to take all this action and work hard to, to become a financial successor, successful in my business. If I become, uh, feel whole and complete as I am right now and don't feel like I'm missing something because I'm not in a relationship I'm going to stop trying to get a boyfriend and it's like and in some cases and I've talked about this before sometimes when you make these realizations and you focus more emotionally and you see what's really going on you may abandon some of your goals now you may decide you don't want certain things anymore but if you don't want them you don't care you don't care about not getting stuff that you don't want and in some cases because we have pretty deeply conditioned beliefs about certain things, like you need money, for example, you probably would still try to pursue some professional thing. Like you'll still work your business or you'll still decide you want to get a better paying job. That's fine. But again, the energy around how you go about achieving those external goals, the actions you take, the importance you place, the value you place on achieving these things, all of that changes dramatically where the pursuit of all of this external stuff we may still think we want or believe we need, it doesn't feel as painful. So you'll still decide, well, yeah, I still need money. And Spirit's like, yeah, I get it. I can get you money. But I realize that 
I was trying to, for example, someone might decide that they were really working hard towards achieving some arbitrary financial goals. I want to make six figures because something about once you make a hundred, that means something, right? And it's like, you'd realize, oh yeah, that doesn't, me, if I go from making $75,000 a year to $100,000 a year, I know that that's not going to make any huge difference in how I feel. So killing myself in the present moment, trying to achieve this arbitrary goal, that's completely... Uh, I'm completely sacrificing my personal life. It's creating tension with my marriage. I feel guilty because I feel like I'm not spending enough time with my kids because I'm working so much, to, again, to achieve some arbitrary goal. You might decide that your sole work, your business, you might still decide you want to increase your income. But again, putting all of this effort into achieving some arbitrary goal that you now understand you know is not going to make any difference in how you feel, you probably wouldn't do that anymore. So, yeah. With this realization, some goals you may abandon completely because you're like, oh yeah, I've been pursuing this career track in my career because I felt like I was going after status or prestige or I had this idea of what at, at my age, at certain points in my life, I should be at this level in this position. But then you're like, I don't even like this job at all. So I'm just going to get a whole new job. And again, you abandon something completely, but it's fine because you don't care. Again, you're not going to care about not achieving a goal you don't want to achieve anymore. You don't care. Or, like I said, if it's stuff that you still decide that you want to work towards, you still want to lose the weight, you still want to, um, you know, work your business, you still want to sit, do whatever, again, that's fine. But with these sorts of realizations and making the emotion the priority, your pursuit of these things will feel a lot less painful and you'll probably achieve them more easily. You could still decide you still want to do certain things. You could decide... You don't need to absolutely despise your body to lose the weight. You could accept your body as it is now and stop hating and loathing yourself so much. But you could still decide, yeah, I would like to get healthier and lose some weight. You could still decide you want to work your business and succeed in your business. But now, while you might be driven by some really pain-minimizing mode sort of stuff of, I, I don't want to feel like a failure and i got to prove something to the people that are doubting me and Again, setting these arbitrary goals of arbitrary amounts of money or arbitrary markers of this many followers on social media. You're like, oh yeah, like doing that, if I realize that achieving those, those goals, again, aren't going to make me feel what I think I'll feel when I achieve them, torturing myself in the present moment because I think I'll be happy now, that doesn't make later, that doesn't make sense anymore. So I'm going to go about doing it a different way. I want to feel... Because when we determine how we want to feel, for a lot of people, that may drastically change how you go about pursuing certain goals and, and what decisions you make and the actions you decide to take. Because you'll be thinking, okay, is all of this stuff in alignment with what I want to feel or is it working against it? Is it pulling me closer to my emotional goals or pulling me further away from them and interfering with them and undermining them? So yeah, think about that. Think about, okay, what are some emotional goals you could set? And doesn't and it doesn't need to be about and always about a specific you know thing you're working on. It, the more general you go is probably better, and then that will help shape maybe specific areas of your life where you decide to pursue certain things. But think about emotionally, what are some emotional goals that you have? How, what are some feelings you'd like to feel? Just in general, or again, maybe in more specific areas of your life. It's like yeah, the way I'm going about working my business now, I don't. It does not feel good. 
I feel stressed. I feel anxious. I feel all this pressure all the time. I might even be getting some results, but they're so hard won. What I'm doing to get them, they, I don't even feel good. I'm not, I'm not even enjoying. I might be making money. I'm getting more clients, but I totally am miserable in my business. And I'm not even enjoying all of these goals that I've set that I'm actually might even be achieving right now. It's like, okay, like what, what could I tweak there? What do I want to feel? It's like I said before, when we determine how we want to feel, because that's the only thing we care about, it gets easier because when we have that baseline established and that foundation established, that clarity about what I'm actually after, making decisions and traveling the different paths we're traveling in general and your personal growth in your life in general or in very specific areas of your life where you might be working on something, some sort of external change or achievement or goal, it gets very easy to decide you know, how to best go about that because you only have to think about one thing. How do I want to feel? Does this path, does this choice support that or detract from that? And like I said before, and I'm always, you know, I repeat a lot of stuff to let it sink in and remind you, in reality, we might not execute these realizations perfectly. You know, we have this conditioning and we have these fears and we have these attachments. That's fine. But at least being more aware of an idea like this, even if it's more on the periphery sometimes, it's not what's fully, you know, what's the dominant thinking that's guiding you. It's in your mind now, at least, and you're thinking about it. So it's like you get presented with an opportunity that to ego you on paper looks like exactly what you ego you wants. But then you would think about, oh yeah, that opportunity would take up a lot you know, I'm feeling really stressed about feeling like I don't have enough time. This opportunity would require a lot of my time that I really don't have to give, that I really don't want to give any more away. So again, what ego mind thinks is a great opportunity, what, what, what looks like a great opportunity on paper, emotion-wise, if you think of your emotional goals, it's like, oh yeah, this maybe isn't such a great opportunity for me because it's going to make me, it's going to exacerbate a lot of feelings I have now that I'm trying to minimize in my life. And I don't want more stress. I don't want more feeling like I don't have enough time. I don't want more pressure of feeling all I owe, you know, all these people expecting things of me and more people, adding more people to that list that have these expectations. Oh yeah, that's not a great opportunity. So like I said before, when we, the egoic thinking, because we have, you know, because that thinking is based on all this fear and all this, these erroneous beliefs and we have these attachments and all this icky stuff going on. When we're trying to make decisions from that space, it does making decisions does seem more difficult, and we all of that confusion and fear, and it just compounds all of that because there's a lot of conflicting wants and needs. Uh, because we're not we're so afraid of making the wrong decision, and right, it it makes it harder because there's so many things that we're taking into account. So when we go back, but when we take it to emotions as the only thing we have to think about the feeling having to consider 50 different things, which again might be very conflicting in their, you know, wants and needs that are all conflicting with each other in some way. And like, oh my God, what do I do? And I feel so confused. I'm so scared I'm going to make the wrong choice. And again, we're being driven by this, all these erroneous ways of thinking. So we go from having to consider 50 things to this mode of, of operating where there's only one thing. So that's one of the things too that was appealing to me about thinking more of things through this way, in this way of emotional goals is 
I'd rather only have to think about one thing when making a decision and one consideration and only one thing that really matters versus 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 things or more if I'm making in my decision from that egoic space where I'm primarily concerned with the external, I'm being driven by fear, by pain minimizing and all of this other, all of these things I claim to want but I actually don't maybe really want. But I do know how I want to feel. That's one thing I do know for sure. So if I think about from that filter, hmm, it's a lot easier to think about just one thing versus dozens of, of things that you might be taking into consideration when making a decision from that other space. So yeah, think about that. Think about some emotional energetic goals that you would like to achieve. Again, in just a more general sense of how you want to feel day to day. And then in the more, you know, if, in the, if there's specific areas of your life where you feel like you're working towards some end, specific end. What do I want that journey to feel like? What am I trying to get from this? What feelings do I think I'm going to get in the future when I achieve this goal? And how could I feel some of those feelings now? What could I do to make that, you know, again, just thinking about what do I want? That's one thing I have to take into account is what do I want to feel? So like I said, with that clarity, evaluating decisions, deciding what action, all of that becomes much, much easier. Because I know, especially with LOA manifesting sort of context, the role of action and our decisions and our choices and all of that action-based stuff, it becomes a great source of tension and anxiety. And it doesn't need to be so um, emotionally turbulent, all of that. Because obviously the reason that that becomes such a sticking point for people is because there's the fear about because we don't have this clarity. So then when we're lacking that clarity about what we truly want, yeah, we're going to feel confused. The stakes will seem higher with our actions and decisions because we're going to worry, am I making the right choice? I'm not sure. And I'm not going to get what, right? All of that stuff, it's just like, that helps cut down on all of that when we just think about the one thing is how I want to feel. And if I can evaluate everything against that criteria, emotional criteria, yeah, actions, all the action-based things, the decisions, all of that becomes much clearer, much easier. It does not feel so confusing. And that's a good thing because, yeah, like I said, that becomes a huge source of tension for people and that it, it's, very, it's a big distraction. It slows things down. It causes a lot of unnecessary anxiety and overthinking and you don't have to put yourself through all of that. So yeah, that's it, guys. I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, for more content, products, and info about my coaching, head on over to livelifemadetoorder.com. Bye-bye.